When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of It's Not All Rainbows. I'm your host, Lindsay Goodman. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and I'm also a survivor of abuse in a queer relationship. I'm here to help you figure out what's really going on in your relationship to help get you out and on the road to recovery. Today, I'm going to talk about how abusive people can really change, like swerve from who they really are when they first meet you and what that might look like. Before we dive in, I just want to say you might have noticed I have been on a break. It's been a whole month. Um, Usually I work ahead. I record ahead. I get some episodes uploaded so that if I need a break, I can take a break. But like y'all don't even notice because I've made like six or seven episodes. Um, Or if I'm going to be traveling or visiting my family, that way I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, I have to make my episode for this week. Well, I went to visit my family for Christmas and I just didn't have it in me to continue to record episodes. So I took a much needed break. And if you follow me on social media, you probably know that because I took a month off of all social media. Um, for the most part, I had like Twitter and threads and I was like, Oh, here I am like whatever. And that was actually really nice to have that for a while to kind of detox, to take a break from all the negativity, because there's just so much negativity out there. Not just like, um, the way that people interact with each other nowadays, which was like the final straw for me. I had been feeling like I needed to take a break for a while. And then people just said some really rude, like just weird things to me. And I was like, you know what? Today is the day I had been thinking about it. I I knew I was going to take a break while I was at home. And I was like, no, we're just taking a break. And I ended up taking a month off. I came back to social media and I still was just like, you know what? Life has been different lately. Um, I'm home more. So I often would record in my car on my work breaks. I'm with my son more, which is amazing and wonderful. I just don't have as much time to record. Um, And so, yeah, I just took a break. And I I hope that you all um, are doing okay. That, I mean, obviously you're not out here surviving just based on my podcast episodes, but I hope that nobody feels like super like let down by the fact that I just disappeared off the face of the earth without much explanation. Um, For now, I have a couple ideas in my head that I want to talk about, and we'll just see where this goes. We'll see. Um, I don't want anyone to be like, well, if you're not going to be around forever, then, you know, I'm going to find my information somewhere else. It's okay for you to feel that way. I just meant that I don't want anyone to be like, well, you know, it's like when you have a house and your landlord's like, well, I might take it back in a couple of weeks. And you're like, well, then I'm just going to move on. So I totally get it. If you're like, you know what, I've been putting a lot of trust and faith into you, but I need some consistency. So I'm going to go do that. I totally get it. Um, but for now, like I said, I'm going to try to record a couple episodes and see if I can get back on the recording wagon. 
um, because I do still care about this topic and I do still want to be there for all of you when I can. And I appreciate that so many people recognize that I'm a human, that I have so many other things going on in my life. Like for a while, this was all I was talking about and all that I was doing because that's what I needed for my own healing. Um, and so I appreciate that you understand that this is something that like I want to do and I want to help whoever I can, but it's not necessarily something that I can do all the time. So thank you for bearing with me through all of this. Okay. Before we dive in, I'll do my struggles and successes, which is wild because I haven't done any for a long time. A struggle is that I don't like where I live. I've talked about this before, but I just kind of like announced it on Instagram that I was like, I, my goal for 2024, like in past years, I've had like social media goals. I've had reading goals. I've had travel goals. I've had like simple ones that I feel like are mostly attainable or like, oh, I want to get this. I really want to pass this really high level Spanish certification called the Jungle. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that, um, which I've had to push back, unfortunately, but like things like that. Uh, but my real, my real goal for this year was like, you know, I was sitting there in December of 2023 and I was like, I'm not happy. My goal is to, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, oh, I'm just chasing happiness because I've spent a lot of my time doing that. I'm an Enneagram seven, right? So I'm out here like, where's the next great thing? Where's the shiny, sparkly, like, golden thing that's going to change my life. And I don't feel like that at all anymore. I just want to be like baseline good. And I don't feel that where I live in Washington. So I finally came out and said it on Instagram because I've been like, I'll mention it. And I know I've talked about it before. It's like my career is not quite right. So I want to tweak it a little bit and try to make it make more sense for my family and things like that. Um, but it's basically boiling down to, I don't want to live here anymore. So that's been a huge struggle. <sighs> Sorry, Nat. Um, but I think that the success is that I'm finally able to say it out loud. I'm finally able to admit it. I'm finally able to communicate that to those around me and start communicating that with my son's dad because he does live here um, and try to, you know, I'm giving us several months to like try to figure out what this might look like if I do move. Um, and so that just feels like a huge success for me. Okay. I hope you're all well. I hope your struggles aren't too struggly and your successes are very successy. Um, although sometimes the little things are the biggest successes. So keep that in mind. Um, okay. So I want to talk about how, like, when you first meet an abusive person, they can be like, we've already talked about like their behavior and how they treat you and like they're love bombing you. And then they knock you off the pedestal. Like we've already talked about all of that before. And if you haven't heard those things, dig back into those past episodes because um, really my first episodes, I was trying to kind of do them in like a timeline where it was like, first, you're probably going to see the love bombing and then you're going to see the devaluing and then you're going to see some breadcrumbing. And then, and I, and I did like descriptions of each of those words that we use about coercive control, what it might look like, um, and like how it kind of progresses as you get into abuse. So again, if you haven't listened to those episodes yet and you want kind of more of that education or perspective on what that can look like, check those out you're gonna have to scroll way back because those would have been like early 2022 or late 2021. Um, so I've already talked about that, but what I want to get into is like they're, um, what's masking, essentially they're going to match you. And this could be considered part of love bombing because they're, they're portraying themselves as this person that's not real. Um, so we're going to talk about the masking and how, whatever it is that you like and do and whatever, all of a sudden that's how they are too. Right. So for me, one of the things was yoga and I'm not saying this person never done yoga before or didn't kind of, you know, would do yoga here and there, but I was really big into yoga. And so 
when we first met, it was, oh, we're going to go do yoga together. Um, and then when we first started hanging out, we did do yoga together. Like we'd go out on the back deck and do yoga together and stuff like that. Um, and the only time in two and a half years that I ever really saw them do yoga was when I was so sick during COVID, like sick with like autoimmune issues, um, that I couldn't work out and they would come inside and like purposefully do yoga right in front of me to be like, look, I'm doing yoga, even though that's not what they like. If they had time to work out, they were going to be doing like a punishing, like torturous CrossFit workout. And so this person didn't, again, I don't know them. I don't know what they actually like and don't like. I don't know if they do because a lot of coercive controllers, abusive people don't know who they are either, right? Because they're constantly trying to match other people and fit in with other people and take pieces of what other people, the positive traits of other people and like create like. I'm picturing like a kid with Play-Doh trying to create something very specific and then they show it to you and you're like, what's this? I don't know what it, thank you, good job. That's kind of how I feel abusive people are. They're just bits and pieces of other people um, and you don't really know what's in there and what's really going on. So I don't know if they like yoga or not, but in the beginning when we met, all of a sudden they were really into yoga. Another example is I listen to Spanish music. I have been listening to Spanish music since I was a little girl. It is me. I speak Spanish. I'm a white girl. It's not my culture. I'm not going to act like I am, you know, Mexican or whatever, but I grew up listening to Selena. And when I was like four, I literally taught myself Spanish by printing off the lyrics in English and Spanish and listening to Selena songs over and over and over again until I was like, oh, corazón means heart. This means that. Oh, this is a verb, but she used it differently here and there. Okay, that's a different verb. Like kids' brains are amazing, but that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I did. So my whole life, Selena's like my comfort music. I'll put on Selena when I'm sad, when I like need to clean the house. Like I'll listen to her last concert. If you don't know who Selena is. I don't know what your life is. <laughs> um, so I listen to Selena a lot. And then I also listen to a lot of like cumbia, salsa, bachanta, merengue. I love merengue, especially when I'm cleaning and, um, and reggaeton. Like I'll just put it on. It cheers me up. I will dance around. I will do all that stuff. And all of a sudden, this person who I just met is listening to the same music, which again, I don't know if they ever listened to it before. I don't know if they already like whatever, but this person who has, loves music and has a vast um, taste in different kinds of music. Although to be fair, again, with the Play-Doh monster dough ball, I feel like they just went through their life like accepting what everyone else liked and listened to rather than being like, I'm going to explore my music um, tastes and see what I like and don't like, or I'm going through this phase where I really like this type of music. Now I'm changing like we all do, right? It's music along with books and movies and stuff. It's an exploration of self. It's an exploration of expression and things like that. Um, but all of a sudden that's what they would listen to. That's what they would listen to all the time. And they would put it on and they would listen to it in the car. And it was like, this was their identity now. And one thing I want to point out with that, and I've seen it from other people before, um, like after I was with him, I left, there was like someone who was kind of around and we were kind of talking. And I've mentioned this before. She did the same thing where she was all of a sudden listening to my music and like, would like, what is this? I'm going to check it out. And it was like, she just wanted to be like me so that I would like her. Um, <clears throat> So it's not just abusive people. Some people just want to be loved. They just want to be accepted. They just feel like, hey, let's be the same because maybe we'll like each other more if we like the same things. Whereas I'm like, please be different from me. I want to like learn from you. I want you to learn from me. I don't want us to be the same. But it's very much a um, 
I'm going to, in the case of abusive people, I am going to pretend to be so much like you and like, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. We like the same music and we read the same kind of books and we like have the same hobbies and we do all the same things because it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel comfortable. You're like, oh, this feels like home. This feels familiar. Um, you know, oh, like we can bond over these things. We both like hiking or we both like this or we both like that. And sometimes you probably actually do like some of the same things. And sometimes like, again, you, I really don't know, like abusive people, I don't know if they really even know what they like, but you will often see this up in front, like hot and heavy. I'm just the same as you. I like the same things as you look how much we have in common. And then as time goes on, you'll see that start to drop. You'll see them not listening to Spanish music anymore or whatever it is. You like country, all of a sudden they're listening to all your, and it's your favorite songs, right? They have your playlist. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to check out some country and see what kind of works for me. I've never been a big fan, but like, let's check this out. Like, if this is what you like, I mean, and here's the other thing is some people are going to, a lot of times when I talk about coercive control and I talk about some of the more subtle things, like, it's not like, oh, this person's in your face, calling you names, horrible, like widely accepted things that we all as a society are like, yeah, that's abuse. Um, a lot of people will be like, well, I do that. I'm not abusive. Like recently I shared a video of uh, my abuser walking in front of me and I was like, this is something that many abusive people do. And so many people, I mean, oh, I guess I'm abusive because I walk in front of people. And I'm like, I didn't say if you walk in front of someone, you're abusive. I said, this is something a lot of abusive people do. And so again, if you're listening and you're like, oh, usually when I meet someone, I do check out their music or I do try to go to yoga class with them. Like that's fine. So let me give you an example. Again, I'm not like, the relationship coach and the relationship author. And I go around and do speeches about like relationship health and stuff like that. But I'm telling you right now, there's a difference between these two types of behaviors, right? So here's an example. I meet someone and we're starting to date. We meet up every couple of weeks. We're going out, we're hanging out. And she really likes soccer. So, okay, that's a bad example because I used to play soccer. So I would happily do this, even though it's not something that I do now. But say I don't like sports. I might be like, yeah, I would love to go to a soccer game with you. It's not my thing, but I think it would be really fun to go and like see you in that environment and see how you like it. I can't promise like if, if we end up together that I'm going to go to a lot of soccer games. Like if you're playing, I'm probably more likely to go to support you. But like, yeah, we can like different things, right? I'm going to support you and show you like a little bit of interest in this thing, but I don't have to be you. I don't, oh my God, I love soccer. Oh yeah, I've like, uh, I know all the like World Cup stats all of a sudden like i'm gonna just act like i know more than you or the same amount as you know all that stuff right like that is basically a person taking on a new identity just to match you just to have you like them just to be the same as you just so that you fall for this false sense of bonding that's really not happening right so i hope that makes sense and you can see the difference between like taking like genuine interest like um i like pole dancing You've never done pole before. Do you want to come to a pole class with me? And we'll just mess around and you're not going to become a pole dancer. Probably. Maybe you will. Maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I really love this. That's cool too. But like, <clears throat> just come to pole with me, see what I do, take a glimpse into this world that I'm in and we'll laugh and have some fun. And then the next time we'll do a different date, right? Very different from a person being like, oh my God, I've always wanted to try pole and now pole is my thing. And I'm going to like, you know, once I 
switch from being this person that you think I am to abusing you. I'm going to use pull against you because I'm like, it's really wild. Like the things that abusive people do and they'll just use every single aspect of your life to like rub stuff in your face um, and get weird. So I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about this. And I just gave, I gave two examples of what I experienced. Again, it can be anything, whatever it is that makes you, you, um, you know, if you see someone who's all of a sudden getting like, I'm going to, it's fake obsessed, but obsessed with something from your world versus just like genuine curiosity. And like, um, I don't know, let me give some more examples. Say that you are, so I'm a sign language interpreter, um, and say that you've never really been around deaf people. Um, and you don't really know how interpreting works and stuff like that. So instead of being like, oh my gosh, I've always been learning sign language. Okay. Now I'm going to like, which a lot of people say that, and that's fine. Um, I'm going to go volunteer at like a deaf event. I'm going to do all this stuff and like, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you like, again, maybe eventually you get inspired and you go and do that. But off the bat, it would make, it would feel more healthy if you were just like, Hey, do you have any, like, like a book about deaf culture or like maybe some YouTube videos so that I could learn a little bit more about deaf culture so that I can be a more, um, like, accessible person like if i meet a deaf person like so i don't feel because a lot of people feel weird like i've never been around a deaf person what do i do like can i get some more knowledge about this so genuinely asking about your world saying let me just get a little bit of this so i can understand what your life is like so that i can understand the people who you work with but not saying oh i'm going to become an interpreter now again it could happen i know someone whose husband is becoming an interpreter because he's an interpreter that can happen. Maybe you do genuinely want a career change and come to find out it really works for you, but it's not common. So again, I know it makes it hard when I'm like, sometimes it's this and sometimes it's normal. Sometimes it's abuse, sometimes it's healthy, but you really have to understand there's a difference between like suddenly becoming you for a matter of weeks and then dropping that versus healthy, genuine. I want to connect with you over this. I want to learn more about your life. I'm going to do it at my own pace. As we go, I'd love to hear more about, wow, you sound really passionate about this. Let's sit down. Tell me more about it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. It's not me. I'm this, 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 and this, but I want to share this journey with you. Right. So I hope that helps. Um, next episode, I'm going to talk about how you might change when you first meet someone. Um, something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. Like I said, thanks for being patient with my absence. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, thanks for being here with me. I appreciate you all um, being willing to hear from me and learn from me. Um, yeah, I'll be back next week with more. Take care and go drink some water.